Making Rainbow Waves, a podcast by Ilga World. Welcome everybody to Making Rainbow Waves, a podcast by Ilga World, telling the stories and raising the voices of LGBTI human rights defenders worldwide. My name is Daniele Paletta, and in this episode, we're going to talk about our World Conference and the wonderful people who are going to host us. We have a special guest today, Brian Wenke. He's the executive director of the It Gets Better project, an organization with the mission to uplift, empower and connect LGBTQ youth around the globe. We came together to talk about his personal story, how the meaning of such a powerful statement as It Gets Better has changed over the years, what does the organization have in store for us for the upcoming ILGA World Conference and so much more. Here's what he told us. Okay, uh, so we're here with Brian Wenke today, uh, the executive director of the It Gets Better project. Uh, they're hosting us uh, as Elga World uh, for our world conference in LA Long Beach in May 2022. So we thought it's a good time to have a chat and uh, learn a little bit more about your organization and what do you have in store for us uh, in a few months time. So welcome, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. All right. So um, I'd just like to start with a, getting to know you a little bit better. So could you tell us more about your story as an activist, if uh, activist is a term that you would use for yourself? Uh, how did you begin getting involved in the LGBTIQ human rights movement? And was there a moment that prompted you to engage in it? Oh, that's a big question to jump <laughs> jump right into, but hey, let's do it. Let's do it with both feet. Um, activist, you know, I, um, I've never considered myself an activist. There's like an energy that comes with that, that I've never felt that I've brought to the table. I, I'm, I'm more of like a pragmatic kind of realist slash businessman, but like I've been in nonprofit my entire career. Like I've been doing this for the last 20 plus years. And, um, You know, I, I guess what has sort of defined my career is that I've been able to connect with causes that sing to me personally. And that's given me an incredibly varied career of like animal welfare to healthcare to the arts and 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 now serving uh, LGBTQ plus youth. And, you know, I think there was probably a reason why it took me so long to move into the queer space because it's a it's probably one of the most personal elements of, of who I am um, and, and what makes, what makes me tick. And so much of, of that experience, you know, just starting like when you're young, you know, is, is can be internalized. And then you have to spend your entire adulthood working through. And I finally got to a point in my life where I felt that I was like confident enough that I could actually do something to support the community. Um, But yeah, you know, like I, I got started in in supporting uh, the queer community in general when I was working at the American Cancer Society, and um, I was based in California, and I was sort of overseeing all of the the LGBTQ plus activations up and down the state, which is essentially pride activations, marches, that sort of thing, lots of volunteer organizing. 
And uh, at the time, you know, the the organization had a, a very large community-based research effort that uh, I worked to engage the queer community to participate in. So that was sort of like the scratching the surface, you know, um, uh, stage of, of my my work in the community, but <clears throat> I had, uh, I had just finished my graduate studies and I was really looking for, for something different, something new, something where I could kind of take this new knowledge and, and apply it, um, in, in a new way, uh, still staying in, in the, the nonprofit space. And then I was connected with one of the founders of the It Gets Better Project. And, and it was really just a casual meet and greet because at that point I was like, I don't know what the hell I want to do with my life. Um, but I, I really connected with him. It was uh, Seth Levy, one of the, the voices behind uh, the camera. Um, and I liked his energy. I liked his, his vibe. And it felt easy. Um, uh, it felt like a natural alignment of, of where my interests were gravitating to and, and how I could actually be an effective leader. And so then I just landed here and I, and I haven't looked back and I've, I've been here, well, it'll be six years in March and it's just been the most incredible experience of my career. Um, not the easiest, but the most incredible and, and fulfilling. So I was actually curious to know if there is like uh, a moment in all these years, uh, like a memory of all your work and it gets better that you particularly cherish. Oh, you know, there's been so many, but I, I will have to say in, in 2019, it was a uh, world pride in uh, New York city. And we had representatives from all of our affiliates from around the world. And we were all together. Everyone had flags that were representing their country. And we were just sort of marching down um, uh, uh, through Christopher street. And it was just, it was just a very incredible experience. And, you know, I don't know if you've been to New York pride before, but there's just so many people and it's it's like the buildings are crawling with people and there's just a lot of a lot of beauty a lot of color a lot of emotion and it was just really nice to to kind of reflect on how far the organization has come by seeing these awesome activists from around the world um all joining together to march together so that was a beautiful moment world pride 2019 new york city and going back to the story of it gets better yeah, it's kind of started with a video, with a single video of a coming out story and evolved into a whole global movement that uses storytelling to empower LGBTIQ youth. And over the years, the organizations has evolved first into a global campaign and then into something that really offers a wide range of resources to empower queer youth. So like what's in the famous meme, can you tell us more about how it started, how it's going <laughs> and also where it's heading to? Look, like when we started... You know, social media was in a very different place than, than where it is today. And, and I don't know if I'm either dating myself or just speaking regionally in terms of what was happening. But like, you know, at the time, Facebook was the dominant platform. And I think at the time, there's like 400 million users, which is like a lot. Right. And but at the same time, MySpace was peaking and Instagram, you know, wasn't part of the meta universe and and uh, Snapchat and and TikTok didn't exist, right? And so, you know, social media was in a in a very different space. And I think what 
we often refer to as lightning in a bottle when it comes to our origin story, you know, a viral social media campaign that overnight became a global movement to support queer youth was really driven by a lot of passionate people behind the scenes that were tapping their networks and 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 finding ways to get this message out there in volume that ultimately led to this viral movement but it wasn't without a ton of work being done on the back end to kind of catalyze it and so we came about at a time where there were a high number of lgbtq plus youth who were dying from suicide they were highly publicized occurrences and so obviously we were motivated to like get in front of queer youth before they would descend into those at-risk behaviors you know to to instill in them some hope that their that their lives can get better by by sharing the wisdom of older generations um that have been through that and got through it successfully to go on to leave fully self-actualized and successful lives. And, you know, what, how that's evolved over the years is very much dictated by how the audience that we're trying to engage has evolved. Um, and the way that we, we connect through stories hasn't changed, but the format of those stories has evolved. There are different platforms. There's shorter attention spans. There's different demands that young people just want to navigate the world in a very different way. And so the, it gets better project has, has been in tune with that and has been following the, these young, younger generations as they're emerging to make sure that our storytelling campaign is always going to be relevant and is going to be feeding young people the information that they want and need now to inform their sexual orientation and their gender identity journey. And so we're always looking for ways to connect with, with queer youth. And so that's given rise to an education program where we take our stories into classrooms. Um, and it's also, you know, informed our, our global community building efforts. We now have a, a global affiliate network that spans four continents um, and eight languages. We have 19 countries that are represented in our affiliate network. We just brought on Hungary and Panama. And, you know, these are all independently organized groups that are championing our mission to uplift, empower, and connect LGBTQ plus youth around the globe in their specific communities in culturally relevant ways that we just can't do here from the States. We rely on our affiliates to engage with their local queer youth communities in ways that make sense for them. And so we're all in this together and um, it's it's been great and like, you know, where we're heading I mean, look, our vision is a world where all LGBTQ plus youth are free to live equally and know their worthiness and power as individuals. And we've got some ways to go with that. Right. And so but I, I am a firm believer that as a media driven organization, we can be the resounding voice that that connects with queer youth before they even know they're on a journey. And so I, I do feel that we can get there, but we just need more of it. We need more affiliates. We need more, more energy, more consistency with how that message gets out there so we can capture the attention of queer youth for the, the world at large gets to them and, and chips away at their confidence so they can pick up the, pick up the tab where older generations left off. Thanks for sharing all that. And I think it's really, really important what you, what you just said, like the the fact of reaching out to people while the world still hasn't reached them and made them feel they're wrong. It's incredibly important. And I think it's something that we all share like all around the world, no matter our journeys. 
And speaking about the global reach, just as much as ILGA world, it gets better in a global organization. So I was kind of wondering how does the network of all of your affiliates remain connected? And is there anything particular that you're learning from each other? At least here in, in the U.S. where we're based, you know, our work abroad is probably one of the lesser known things that we do. I think just it's just the nature of, of <laughs> you know, our, our culture here in the U.S. where we're, we're not very globally focused, but our organization absolutely is. And one of the ways that we connect is through summits. Um, we the It Gets Better Project hosts summits um, every year. Um, Like, for example, World Pride was the last time we were able to convene in person, and we've been doing it virtually since. But, you know, bringing representatives from our affiliate network together to share best practices, to talk about the state of of LGBTQ plus youth and the fight for civil rights in their local communities. Um, It's been inspiring just to kind of engage with these folks that are all kind of sharing the same mindset. They want to create a better world for queer people and young people specifically. Um, and, but how they do it is vastly different. And it's so interesting to, to see how culture influences the, the progress of our community. And we all know that progressive laws and supportive laws, protective laws are all great, but they can't stand on their own. And sometimes that conversation shifts against us. We always need to be pressing. We need to be pushing. We need to be providing services where there are gaps. We need to be finding new and creative ways uh, to engage with the community. And and our affiliates are doing great stuff. Not all of them are focused 100% on storytelling. Like many of our affiliates in Latin America are focused on offering safe hours where we're where youth can actually engage with a mental health professional. We don't do that here in the States. There are other service providers that do that, but we are very supportive of, of what our affiliates feel are essential needs and services uh, to support their local queer youth communities. Being a global organization means also to acknowledge that the realities on the ground are not all the same for each of us, although there are some common threads, and that it's great to find opportunities to listen and to see how we can best support each other. This is also what ILGA World wants to bring to our world conferences. It's our 30th world conference. Uh, You're going to host us in Long Beach uh, from 2 to 6 May 2022. Uh, So we're getting quite close. So what do you have in store for us? Oh, well, a lot. Well, first of all, um, Long Beach is like super queer, you know, which it's, it's actually this lovely little pocket in LA County that, that has like a gay mayor and there's lots of support for the queer community. And the actual city is excited to, to bring Ilga and all of these amazing people from around the world to their home. There will be like an opportunity for people to self-navigate this lovely town of Long Beach that is super gay. Um, and then, you know, what we're doing in terms of our hosting responsibilities is we're, we're putting together the social program, um, which is going to be awesome. I, I would say that there probably isn't one venue that we've identified that doesn't have like some real awesome like view either of the ocean or of, of something, something other that's beautiful. Um, like, for example, we're going to we have a, a, 
an event at the, the Long Beach Art Museum. And we will be entertained by the a gay mariachi band. And so there's lots of fun opportunities um, to connect with one another in a really awesome setting. And then we've also got this really cool thing going at the Aquarium of the Pacific, which um, is my personal favorite. And that's pulling from my background in animal welfare during the early stages of my career. But uh, I think we're going to have a lot of good times, a lot of a lot of great forums for people to connect and socialize with one another and to to share all the great stuff that they're going to get during the day from the conference. So that's what we've got in store. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm really looking forward to that. And I think we all are because it's really been a while since our global community has been able to come together in person. I mean, COVID hit, we all know that. And we are navigating that there will be um, safety protocols in place. So we are going to make sure that the conference will go on as safely as it gets for everybody but it has had a huge impact on on the whole global community lots of things have happened during this couple of years like rights being taken back like restrictive laws used to target specifically our communities so i think it's particularly important in this time that we find a place to come together again and see that we are still here for each other so I really, really hope that the World Conference is going to be that occasion for the whole global community. There is still some time to register, so a little promotional moment here. Worldconference.org, there is still time to register, so please, we're waiting for you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, you can't, like, virtual is great. It gives us a way to connect and to keep those conversations going, but nothing beats being able to connect with your peers in person and to to participate in the energy that that brings. So I 100% agree with you. Go register now, sign up, be a part of this cohort for the the 30th conference. Uh, And actually, what I find particularly relevant is, is that this is our first world conference where LGBTQIQ youth is uh, front and center from the theme of the conference. It Gets Better has always been uh, an organization which is very much focused on, on youth. So I was wondering from your vantage point, how has the presence and contributions of queer youth in the global movement changed over the years? Well, I mean, social media has played a huge role. And, you know, young queer people today, they're digital natives. They don't know a world without without the internet. And that has given rise to, frankly, like some incredibly self-actualized and highly visible young people that, you know, speaking candidly kind of scare me, but like in a good way, right? They are equipped. You know, like when I was a teenager, I I was more focused on getting my driver's license because it meant freedom. I wasn't thinking about the needs of the world, right? They weren't weighing on my shoulders the way that they do with young people today. These are teenagers that are studying abroad, that are serving on their local school boards, that are so confident in who they are. Um, I I can't help but be proud and and see that as a sign that we're heading in the right direction. I have a lot of faith in, in the youth of today being able to carry the torch forward, um, because they're absolutely less patient than the older generations. And I cannot wait to see what they do. Um, I'm, I'm very, very encouraged by young people today, especially queer people. I hope uh, the the conference will be uh, a huge platform for uh, LGBTIQ youth to raise their voices and get in even more involved in the, in the global movement. 
I do have one final question for you, which is again about your organization. And I've always found that it gets better is such an incredibly powerful statement. Uh, So my question is, do you believe that the meaning of the sentence has changed over the years for our global community? Yeah, I I do. I mean, it's definitely changed for us. And, you know, this phrase has been analyzed over and over again by academics and the general community. Um, But, you know, what started out as this kind of the salve on a, in a wounded soul, right. You know, that don't worry, it gets better has really evolved into a rallying cry, almost like it gets better, damn it. And, and we should accept nothing less than that outcome. It has become a mantra. Even if you're in a dark space and you just, you you just repeat it over and over. And I'm not saying that it doesn't need to be contextualized because it gets better means something different for everybody, you know? Um, but I, I definitely see it evolve from something that is more of a, a, a calming, like soothing, it's okay. Kind of thing. Life will get better into, yes, it gets better and it gets freaking awesome. And you have a role to play here and you have value. Right. And if, and if the world isn't rolling out the red carpet for you, like it doesn't do for anybody, you do have the power to take control and make your life better. That's, that's how I've seen it evolve. I'm going to stick to that. <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's quite a powerful view. And I would like to finish it here because it's a great closing, I think. Well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, again, we cannot wait to finally meet in person, be at the conference together, share the same space, share the energy that we've been sharing during the organization of this conference. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I really fantastic. look forward to that. I just wanted to thank you uh, once more for joining us in this podcast and in this conversation today. And we will see each other in Long Beach. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. And have a great day. Making Rainbow Waves is a podcast by Ilga World. This episode was hosted and edited by Daniele Paletta. You can find every episode on all streaming platforms and transcriptions are available on ilga.org. If you're interested in our World Conference and would like to register, you can find more information on worldconference.ilga.org. Thanks for listening.